seventh month of the Roman calendar, which is our September, has been one of glory, success, and triumph for our Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts is officially the player du jour on all the Alphabet Networks and YouTube streams. And now those coveted words are being used in the same sentence as our Eagles. Super Bowl. Pipe dream, reality, or clickbait? We don't know. Only the Herald of Time will answer that. Welcome in to another episode of the 19096 Show with me, John, and my brother, Rick. Rick, say hi. Hi. Hi, Rick. Rick, have you upgraded your cautious optimism? If so, how much? Um, well, I apologize for being a little late to uh, our podcast here, but I was just finishing up booking my... Oh, big finish! So back to your tardy story? Um, I don't... I don't know exactly what that big finish was for you, but I'll just leave that there. Um, yes, I was a little tardy because I was just finishing up uh, booking my flights and and uh, hotel reservations for the Super Bowl. Of course, right? Yes, yeah. You gotta get them. You gotta get out there early. Yeah, get them while they're uh, not hot. Right, right. Uh, no, yeah. Cautiously optimistic, I think, is the word here. I'm not uh, like, uh, you know, a lot of people here in the Philadelphia area area where they are already talking about Jalen Hurts and MVP. Yeah, MVP. Oh, my God. uh, And why did we even question ourselves about him? And he's only going to get better from here. And um, yeah, evidently, he's the second coming of Joe Montana, Tom Brady and Sid Luckman all rolled into one. I am. My whole theory on the thing is it's been two games. Am I excited? Yes. But have I had the rug pulled out from underneath me? Yes. Yeah. Um, by Philadelphia sports teams. For example, this summer, we were following the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And they just lost five games in a row. And they lost last night 18 to 11. So, you know, cautiously optimistic with the Eagles, but... Um, you know, I'm not, um, you know, going to start circling the uh, calendar for the date of the Super Bowl. Yeah, right I mean, yeah, it could be said, same said for the, uh, you know, going into the playoffs for the Sixers this past year. Everyone thought, <laughs> oh, right. man, they're a shoe-in. That's right. This is what we trusted the process for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, why even play the playoffs and the finals? Just give them the trophy now. Who cares? Oh, we actually have to play the first round and the second round? Oh, oh tech, that's a technicality, whatever. Technicality, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, you know, where I am with it is I, I think some people are jinxed, and I think sometimes you benefit uh, when you're on the other side of the jinx, and that's what I think happened, you know, with the defensive coordinator, uh, Yep. you know, as I described last Yeah, yeah you called it last week. Yes. For all those listening, go back to last week's show and listen to Rick's assessment as far as why the Eagles would have success on offense against the Vikings' defensive coordinator. Yes. In short, um, in short, we uh, yes, the defensive coordinator of the Vikings is Ed Donatel. He was the defensive coordinator for the famous fourth and twenty-six game, um, and also the double dunk game. And now, you know, maybe years from now, we'll be uh, referring to this uh, game this past week as Jalen Hurts coming up party. Um, so I just want to temper, you know, all this hype. We're only two games in the season. And I need only uh, point out to uh, all of our fans and friends out there that, um, for example, the uh, – Dallas Cowboys last year started off, what, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0? Yep. And, you know, they completely fell in their face. So let's just – let's be excited, but let's not get carried away with it. Let's also keep in mind, too, that uh, another team that's in the NFC East, the Giants are 2-0. So, you know, let's – yeah. Let's – one game at a time, as the old uh, head coaches say during their press conferences. Right. Right. So, uh, should we get in some, into some Eagles news and notes? Uh, yeah, but it, 
it appears we have a caller. Dude, do they want to uh, talk to us? Oh, Lance. Lance, uh, you're on. What up, buddy? How we doing? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I remember watching Jalen Hurts uh, being an Eagles an Eagles fan. The uh, watching Jalen Hurts rookie year. Yeah, very spotty, right? But I said no. He he's he's fine. He's going to be great. He's going to be he, you know he's 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 our guy. Don't trade him. And they almost yep. did and all that because you know. Doing it, not everybody is Patrick Mahomes. And not too nope. many years ago, it took usually three or four years for a, you know, Brady wasn't a starter as a rookie. Okay. Now, they don't do the wishbone, okay, with the, with the, with the long, drawn-out option that they used to do, passing on third down. So yep. they, they, I think the players probably, or at least, well, what's his name there in Oregon that became the coach there? You know, he said, look, let's start doing a pro offense. Obviously, guys, just for that reason, uh, are coming to the pros a lot more prepared for a pro type offense, but that yep. doesn't mean that it still doesn't take a few years for guys. And I got to just pat myself on the back and say, don't worry guys. Jalen hurts is the guy. Here's what happens a lot. He was running a lot. And so I think he said, Oh, I got to learn to pass. So he quit running yep. as much and tried to force the pass more. It's like, no, 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 you got to You go ahead and run, you know? And so he had to find that balance and he didn't, it took him a couple years. He's he's, I knew when he was a rookie, I said, that's okay. You know, he might need a little mentoring. Uh, and I love Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. They got rid of all those guys. But, you know, <laughs> and look how great at least Wentz is doing. But uh, he brought yep. him to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, uh, full. Well, and it yeah, was, I, remember, I remember when Nick they drafted Foles, Jalen him over the goal yeah. line. Yeah. I remember when they drafted Jalen. Yeah, from well, like, what, right? what is what is how we do it? And now look at it this week, right? We're playing – against Carson Wentz, which Jalen Hurts as our quarterback, and I think we're in the better position. You know what else? He knew he wasn't up to snuff, and he didn't try to tweet it, and he didn't try to, like, he's like, just, she just did, he just did his job. He just kept going. Yep. He said, all I can do is keep working at it, and that's all I'm going to do. He didn't pay attention to the stuff. He had the great mental attitude. He knew he had to improve, and he did. So anyway, yeah, I was convinced even when I saw the spotty, you know, numbers. And so what? He's a rookie. It takes years for quarterbacks even now, let alone the rare Patrick Mahomes situation, you know. So, Lance, you're – so you're – so where uh, – are you from Philly originally, or are you uh, – do you live in Philly now, or – Nope. Uh, You're a big, big time Eagles fan? I live up here now, but I lived there from like 11 to 17, hung out there with my friends till we kind of drifted apart later, but so for a good 10 years, but you know, 11 years old, I moved there and that's when you kind of, plus yep. I lived in Syracuse, the uh, Syracuse Nationals left Syracuse when I was five years old. That's the oh. only pro team we ever had. So, uh, you, yeah, my first team town to live in with pro team. So of course I'm a lifelong Philly fan. You, and, yeah, you, so. Yeah, you should join us next week, too, because we'll have Evan the Giants fan back on who uh, went to Syracuse, so you guys can get wax nostalgia on Syracuse for a little bit. Yeah, look at the Bills. I see I see a Bills-Eagles Super Bowl. How's that? Yeah. Hey, you know, I, Eagles in a Super Bowl, I'll take any day of the week, just as long as our quarterback doesn't puke in the second quarter. That's all I ask. I was never a Donovan McNabb fan. I'll also take I even said to the extent to one of my buddies that he'll never make it in the pros. Okay, he made it, got a big contract. He never came anywhere near a Super Bowl victory. He just wasn't. Terry, you know, when the, when you talk about great quarterbacks and, and, and record-breaking, uh, you know, record or whatever for completions or something for a season or something, mm-hmm. or, 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 the, or the GOAT, Terry Bradshaw's like 50th on the list, right? Yeah. He's got two he's got four rings and two MVPs that he earned because he could be there in the fourth quarter and come up swinging and unless they're fixed which some Super Bowls are but when it's a real fight like the Giants beating the undefeated Patriots that was a bloodbath uh you could tell they were playing for real the next time they played it was fixed it was just yep. for show it was yep. just for show oh. going for Super Bowls now but that's the way it goes you could tell by watching real or not if they're, bri- yeah. if they're dragging guys out every other play on the stretcher, you're pretty sure it's for real. If they're not, <laughs> you know, and that's what that first uh, undefeated game was. But anyway, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't know what to say, man, but those, that Donovan McNabb era, no way. Even Eli Manning, Eli Manning was great. He, he came up big yep. when he had to, as much of a, 
you know, horrible quarterback. He was in a lot of ways. He yeah, deserved what no. he got. He's Eli's a good. Payton, I, I think Eli's a good quarterback. I, I'm, I have nothing against Eli. Well, Lance, do we have a score prediction for this week? Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's get to it. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Eagles playing. The Commandos. They're they're playing the Commandos. The Commandos. Oh, oh my God, Carson Wentz. Man, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of Eagles fans in, in Washington. And they're going to oh, yeah, ask Wentz. But they'll, they'll probably give him a little bit of applause like in the pregame. They say, hey, man, how you doing? No, they won't. Destroy you. The yeah, they, they won't applause him. What are you, what are you talking about? What am I talking about? <laughs> we're from Philadelphia. Yeah. We're, the yeah. Fan, we're the nastiest fans going, so of course they won't. They, they, you know, I, I don't know. Dallas threw, Dallas threw garbage at their starting quarterback uh, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, I predict uh, Eagles by five. Because you get oddball scores these days a lot, so yeah. All right. The, the line right now is uh, six and a half. No, so you're not, you're not too far attention. off. I can usually pick the line within a half a point or so. Yep. I wasn't trying to pick the point spread. I was just guessing what I thought. But yeah, I would have figured yep. four and a half. I'm surprised it's six. Well, it, it's going to be basically a home game for the Eagles. There's going to be so many Eagles fans there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, does Washington have much of a fan base these days? Or I don't know. Not a Washington Commandos fan. I don't know if I don't even know any. So I I lived behind enemy lines in uh, Washington Redskins territory for a number of years, uh, and somehow I survived. Yeah. So, um, but Eagles news, John. Yes, let's get around to the Eagles news. So the big news of the chance, thank you very much for uh, for joint for uh, pitching in. We appreciate it. But let's get into some Eagles news. The big the Rick the okay, big I gotta news go, of the, guys. Thank you. Have a good one, Lance. You take care. Yeah. We'll see you next week. So I think the big news of this week is related to uh, the NFL Defensive Player of the Week. Do you know who that is? That would be big play slay. Yeah, he uh, earlier today he was spotted playing a certain game called NBA 2K. Oh wow! Yeah. John, do you do you know much about that game? I know a little something about that game. Yeah, I could tell you a few <laughs> things. So that's big uh, play slay. Yeah, that's big play cool. slay is uh, playing some NBA 2K. So uh, we like uh, we like seeing that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wonder if he's any good at it. Uh, I know I didn't check his rating actually. I should uh, go see what his rating is, but I bet you he's pretty. I would hope so. He's he's quick with it. Well, he is a DB, so he doesn't have good hands. Right. So. Right. Right. We all know. Uh, yeah. That uh, quarterbacks are wide receivers who can't catch. Yep. If you can't catch, and throw you over on defense. Yep. Yep. That's all it goes. Uh, next one is. Uh, uh, Britton Covey. Here's a funny story. Rick, did you hear about what happened to him on his way uh, into the game this past week? Uh, he got stopped by security. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he uh, he uh, Security did not let him into the, the player's parking lot, so he was forced to go park a mile away with the tailgaters. <laughs> um, yeah, he only stands. I mean, he's only 5'8", 172, so I could see how he's, um, you know, it doesn't exactly have the profile of uh, no, no. the uh, football player. I did not hear that story, so that's no, that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of it's. Uh, it reminds me of uh, who's the NBA player that? Uh, oh, uh, TJ McConnell. I think that happened <laughs> to him too. Right, right. They right. stopped him and didn't let him in. Hey, you know the Philadelphia security guards are pretty tough. Yeah, I, well, they have to be. There's some uh, shady characters running around that city. Right, right. Um, um, in other news, uh, kind of a follow-up to last week, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Miles Sanders is not on the injury list right now. So that's that's big news considering he's gone, what, two games with well over 10 carries for each game? Yeah, and that's, he's, uh, uh, that's amazing. That's yeah. Good, that's good news. It's yeah, good that's, that's good. That's terrific news. Um. The uh, one thing about the this past week's game, I think uh, we have to uh, issue a missing person alert for our first round draft pick. He only played in twenty one snaps. Well, I think we also need to issue one for um, our third round draft pick. He didn't play at all. 
Kobe I was Dean. actually going to look up if he got deactivated. I, I know. I, I, that, that worries I have to say that does worry me a little bit, but you know what? We won, so I'm not going to, you know. You're not going to harp? No, not going to harp. Okay. Not right. going to harp. Um, but yeah, no, that is, I mean, he played a ton in the preseason and you'd think they'd try to get him out there, but, uh, TJ Edwards was having a pretty good game. Yeah, no, he, he was playing, uh, I wouldn't say lights out, but pretty darn close. Right. Lights partially out? Part, yeah, yeah. Kind of lights dimmed. How about? Dim, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, other, other headlines, 17 former Eagles have been nominated for the Hall of Fame. Um... Quick rundown of the list. Uh, one, Randall Cunningham. Not surprising. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Lance's favorite, Donovan McNabb, um, is nominated. Uh, Ricky Waters, who... I will always love you. Yeah. Ricky Waters, uh, nominated. Brian Westbrook. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Irving Fryer, which I... I he basically had a cup of coffee with the Eagles for, what, a season or two? Uh, yeah. And, yeah, maybe a season or two. I mean, maybe it was a venti size, but... We'll yeah. Get, yeah. 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 Uh, Jimmy Smith, same kind of thing. I think he was a venti. Jimmy Smith? Who's that? Wide receiver. He basically played most of his time with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Simmons... Which, thoroughly so. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those that don't know, Clyde played in the, uh, the 80s and, well, the 90s, uh, and had 121 career uh, sacks. I didn't realize it was that high. He, he was a very large man. He was a beast. Yes. Uh, Seth Joyner is on the list. Oh, good old Seth. Yeah. Takeo Spikes, linebacker. Right. Uh, I, it's sure. Why not? This one to me is a no-brainer. Um, Eric Allen. He should absolutely be in the uh, Hall of Fame. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Big Eric Allen fan. Yeah, big time, big time. Uh, Asante Samuel. Speaking of uh, uh, cornerbacks, Asante Samuel, whose son is now playing in the league someplace. Yeah, I think uh, Patriots. I forget now. But he is named Asante Samuel Jr. So Google it, kids. Uh, Troy Vincent, um, who is now what the president of the uh, the players uh, association. The players association, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeff Fegels, always got to get a punter in there. Oh uh, right, Jeff right. Fegels. Uh, Brian Mitchell, um, who was a uh, speaking of punting, a punt returner and played some running back, kickoff returner too. Right. Um, which he was also, uh, if you remember, I think he he was the backup backup quarterback for the Washington Redskins during the the body bag game. So, yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. I think he was a, a quarterback in uh, college. Right? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Garcia. I don't know about that. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he definitely had a small cup of coffee with the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, a couple punters uh, who had maybe uh, what's the small in Starbucks? It's not a a, a grunt, no. There's grande, tall, and venti. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. These guys were two talls. So Sean Landetta, Landetta, and Gary Anderson, kickers. Huh? So. Right, right. Gary Anderson, the yeah. one bar kicker. Yeah. So that uh, that rounds out your 17 former Eagles who have been nominated to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Pro Football Hall of Fame, yep. which Dick Vermeil was in the house on uh, yeah. Monday night. He was honored uh, with his going into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. We should bring him back for every game since, you know, the way that game went. Yes. Yep. Speaking of which, should we get into this past week's game? Uh, it was uh, Monday night, so it received a lot of attention, even though ESPN uh, did cut-ins with other, you know, the other yeah. game going on at the same time, which was kind of dumb. Did you find that as annoying as I did? Uh, extremely. Um, this goes back. I think we talked about this last year. Like, why, why do they feel the need to do cut-ins when chances are most people have an iPad, an iPhone, 
apps in their la in their hands, two screen experience. You don't need to do live cut-ins anymore. ESPN. It's a thing of the past. It's a relic. Well, it's also you know like Monday Night Football is special, right? It's supposed to be. It's like the only game on. All the yep. players watch it, right? But with the, having a second, um, uh, you know, a second game on, it just kind of took away from the you know excitement of just being the only game playing. So yeah, disappointed with that. I was like, come on! So there was always supposed to be one game that's on. The other part I thought that was weird too is why would they pick two games that were on the East Coast? Right, right. That, if you're gonna do, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna do that, do one early and one late. Yeah, right. yeah. One, yeah. The and your late games on the West Coast. It's a, right. a a Ram, Niners, Seahawks, or Raiders. Right. I, that right. that made no sense to me. The other part that like drove me nuts too is a stupid score bug in the upper left hand corner. Don't care. <laughs> Yes. I know those little graphic things drive you crazy, don't they? Yes, they do. I, yes. I, don't, I, try, I like the Bills. I like uh, Josh Allen. You're a Josh Allen fan. I am right? a Josh, yeah. But I, I, when the Eagles are on, there's only two teams in the world. So don't need to right. know about the other two teams. Right. Um, John, this is completely unrelated. I just got an email saying that I am a good fit for a job at the, as the U.S. Assistant Secretary for Housing. Well, then you better <laughs> click on that link and apply right now. And and make sure to put in your social security number too, just for, so they know it's you. Exactly. I sorry, I sorry I digress, but I had to share that. Um, well, yeah, no, this past this past week the game, I mean, it was lights out. Um now there was like not lights no dim not lights, lights out. What's that? It was it, it wasn't lights dimmed, it was lights out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, fireworks were going off, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, Hearst came out on fire and, um, you know, had all kinds of, and I also noticed it was very difficult for, uh, Troy Aikman to say <laughs> positive things about an Eagles quarterback, but yeah. he was kind of, uh, forced to do, um, and, yeah, no, he, I mean, when you go 26 for 31, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, he did have one interception, but that really wasn't his fault. That it's wasn't his fault. Of, yeah. 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 of Kenneth Gainwell and, yeah, bounced into actually a former Eagles hands. Wasn't it? It was uh, Jordan or uh, Jordan Hicks who intercepted it, right? But correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, they came out, took the lead, and you know, never looked back. Yep. Uh, um, now, I don't, you know, I think the Vikings may just be a little like overrated. They did beat the Packers the uh, week before, but I think the Packers are, were just kind of a hot mess for the first week. So it's always difficult, you know. It's the second game of the season, and so it's, you know, I think teams are still trying to figure everything out. Um, so that's kind of the reason also why I'm just a little guarded with, uh, you know, being too optimistic, yeah. um, with, uh, what's going on. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the Eagles came out, went up seven, nothing, uh, six minutes into the game and then scored another, uh, with a long pass, uh, right after the second quarter started. And I mean, it was basically done from there. Yeah. Which I I would say that was the that that uh, what fifty three yard touchdown pass yeah. definitely got a uh, oh wow out of me. <laughs> I was like oh they can actually uh, complete long passes because I don't remember at all last year uh, the Eagles completing a pass over twenty yards. Right, it was just unheard of. Right, and you know I, at one point. Justin Jefferson was targeted five times and he had only caught one ball. Um, and then two of the balls were actually interceptions. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. You know, the whole Justin Jefferson thing, we basically shut that down. Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, I was waiting for him to go off or waiting for a big play, but it, it never came. Yeah. It never came. So yeah, they, I mean, they, they've got a new coach. Vikings have a new coach. They're still trying to figure it out. I saw after the game, the coach came out and said, you know, he just didn't put Kirk Cousins in the right uh, 
uh, you know, didn't put him in the best spot to be successful. Um, but also, is it me or does Kirk Cousins, it seems like he's been playing in the league for 25 years. No, I think you're right. I think he is on his 26th year. I mean, he's he looks like a, a 45-year-old, uh, you know, software salesman. If you were to, like, see him, like, whoa, you know, walking whoa, down the street. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. He actually has a tie into the uh, Eagles. You ready for this one? What's he that? went to Michigan State. And he was in the same uh, class with uh, Nick Foles, and yeah. he lost out. Uh, Nick Foles lost out to Kirk Cousins, and Nick Foles uh, transferred to University of Arizona. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll date myself. I was at a couple of Michigan State games when he was a quarterback uh, yeah. there. So, um, yeah, I vividly remember uh, seeing him play a bunch of times. Right. And every now and again, I'm shocked he's still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I mean, Kirk, and this goes back to the whole jinx also, um, but Kirk Cousins is 2-10 and 10 on, in Monday Night Football. Mm. So I think we, we had that. For some reason, we were on the, the better side of the hacks yeah. um, on the Vikings. So let's not get too excited. Yeah, Kirk is uh, 34. And, yeah, he just looks like you're he, – he's he very much – I'm looking at his headshot right now. He's an average Joe. He's he's one of us. He looks like Sorry. one of us. Yeah. He, I don't think you'd walk up to him and be like, oh, yeah, he's a professional football player. He's, got, he's on a three-year $84 million contract. Uh, that just – at the age of 34 and his, his performances over the past year, I don't get it. Yeah. Especially like a quarterback that can't handle blitzes. I mean, that dude got frazzled. Right. I mean, and you're talking about what Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive coordinator who never blitzes, basically just like, you know, discovered like, oh, Kirk makes bad decisions if we blitz him. I'll blitz him nine more times. And so that's uh, that's kind of how we got our interceptions and held them to seven points. Right, right. Yeah, we didn't get that many sacks until late in the game. But, um, you know, I think the pressure on the quarterback uh, precipitated the uh, the interceptions. Right? Yep. So. Rick, I got a trivia question for you. Yes, sir. Do you know who the uh, second leading rusher was for the Minnesota Viking night? Uh, Jalen Rager? Yeah, there you go. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, with one rush for 17 yards. How about that? Yeah. Our guy, Jalen Rager. Did you hear how loud the boos were? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. My gosh. And, of course, uh, what, we'll have to check out how many punt returns he had and what, what was his average there. That's, yeah, that's he, uh, let's see. I, I have this uh, handy, actually. He said, he had two punt returns for some total, hold on to your britches, of five yards. Five yards with yeah. a long of four. Yep, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so that that other one was amazing. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought the special teams might just run down the field between the numbers and the sideline because she just catches the ball and runs straight out of bounds. Yeah, um, so. he's good at that. Yes, he is. Whereas our punt returner had three returns for 14 yards. Yeah, he did. He did yeah, four and a half yards. What, four and a half yards uh, return? It's not not terrible. And he no. you know, he basically just admitted, you know, uh, this week too, like he didn't play his best game. So he's we're, he's hoping for better, which I like that attitude. Well, yeah, Britton Covey, <laughs> he saw Jalen Rager get get booed and he's like man i gotta pick up my game. yeah i know and i'm gonna end up like this. Get cut and come back here and get booed yeah <laughs> um yeah so yeah the eagles uh it, there there wasn't much of a running game out of the uh uh out of minnesota right no. i mean they no. had dalvin cook six for 15 yards they had a total of 62 yards 42 if you don't include Cousins. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, their leading rusher was Kirk Cousins, who never runs. Right. Right. Who Who is about as fast as a 
34 year old CPA. I was gonna I was gonna go with a 47 year old uh, video game producer. Yeah, Come on, the, vi- the video game producer may be a little faster than Kirk. I don't know. When Maybe. when when did the forty seven year old video game producer sprint last <laughs> uh, time? Uh, that's a good question. Um, hold on. Oh god! Probably the last time I shot a basketball. Ironically. Um. Oh my God! I have uh, you know I have no oh no I know I, it was probably about uh, sorry yeah it was probably dur- it was during COVID because the gym was closed so we couldn't go to the gym and and then uh, I would go down to the field and do uh, do sprints and and box runs at the field just to kind of you know get some movement in so that's I, the last I, time I, I do recall seeing some cleats in the back of your car yeah that's what I, that's what I'd use them for yep. Yes, I was, I was trying to figure out what exactly. That yeah, was. yeah, no, that's that's what those those are used for. But then, <laughs> but, like then, like a month later, uh, the state of California closed all parks and fields because of COVID, so I couldn't do that anymore. So that lasted about yeah, not even with a mask. You couldn't be outside. No, a you could. Yeah, no one was allowed. Nope, couldn't be even if you had a mask on. No dice. Lord. Um. No. Yeah, so uh, what else about the game, John? Uh, what struck you as that, that got you really excited? Uh, the part that got me very excited was the balance, right? I mean, I think the one thing that kind of had me a little concerned last week is the, I'll say, the dependence on, um, they almost kind of threw to A.J. Brown almost too much. Like, is this, like, we can't, like, make, you know, run the entire offense through A.J. Brown. This is not, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to see him catch the ball and run all over the secondary, but yeah, you don't want to kind of put all your, uh, you know, eggs in the brown basket. So right. I was very excited to see Goddard, Devontae, Quez, AJ, uh, Zach Pascal. All those guys had more than you know their fair share of catches. So um, that right. to me yeah. was like the exciting part. Yeah, it was good to see. I mean, first game, first play was to. Devonte, uh, Devonte. Yep. You know, after not getting any anything the last uh, uh, last game, he didn't have any. Yeah, I think he had a couple of targets, but no receptions. And you know what the 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 one thing, and this is something. If you're an Eagles fan, you get this. This is probably one of those games where I didn't see a receiver ever drop a pass. Right. I mean, I thought for sure when that pass went up to Quez for the 53 yarder. Two years ago, if that was Nelson Aguilar, if it was, you know, uh, what's his face, Travis Fulgham, if it was, you know, whoever else, that thing, that, that's not a completion. That's not, that's not points. But right. with this group, it's, you know, they're, they're catching balls. I mean, I think the only one that, that kind of sticks out that was incomplete was that perfect pass to Goddard, but it was just knocked out of his hand. It was just a good defensive play. Yeah. Knocked it out of his hands, but that was a perfect pass by Hurts uh, uh, to get it in between almost what three or four defenders. Right. <clears throat> so. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Goddard got into the game. Uh, he had a couple uh, nice receptions. Um, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Jalen Hurts is uh, throwing. He's uh, even more on target now. Yep. So. Yeah. He, yeah. He's. He's clearly got it, you know, become a better, better uh, thrower for sure. He knows how to read a field, right? He's the second, you know, what second, third season in an offense. So, I mean, <clears throat> of course, you know, he's, he he knows how to read the uh, read the defense now because he knows where he's going. So, right, right, right. Um, something to uh, put away. Uh, I was looking up uh, for later this year. Brian, uh, the head coach at um, for the Giants, was his quarterback coach at Oklahoma. How about that? Yeah, really? Yeah. So we'll have to watch out for that. He probably knows a little too much about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully not too much. But, I mean, the Jalen Hurts I saw the other night versus the Jalen Hurts last year is two two different players to me. Right. Right. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, it's night and day. I mean, from what he, I just hope, like you said, he could, this is something that he can do week in and week out. That'll that'll tell us if we're if the words Super Bowl is really in the future of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah, I think you know, and this goes back to what we're, we've been saying is you know they're two and zero, but you know they still got to show up for every game. They just can't yeah. roll into Washington next week and be like we're two and zero. You know, and hope for them to roll over and play dead. They, the Commanders, the Tommies may actually roll over and play dead, but yeah, you know, uh, we can't bank on that. Well, I think going back to what we said in previous episodes, I mean, this is a roster that's being built to not beat the Commandos or the Vikings or the Giants. This is a roster that's made to build, you know, that's built to beat the Niners and the Buccaneers and you know the Rams and the Bills. Right. So, um, yeah, we can, you know, we, uh, you know, it's, yeah, I just, uh, we should, we should be winning the games that we should win. That's the way that, that we should be winning. That's the part that scares me with a week's schedule is this false sense of like, oh, they should go all the way when they're, you know, playing, you know, I don't say garbage teams, but subpar teams. Right. Um, you know, unlike last year where, the, you know, the Eagles just got bombarded with, like, the Buccaneers, the 49ers, and, you know, another top 10 team all within the first, like, five five weeks. Right. No, it was good to see that, you know, they gave up 35 points last week. They gave up seven points this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think all the apprehension over the defense, while it's probably warranted after the first game, you know, there were definitely improvements made and um, – you know, they just need to keep on getting better. Yeah, because it's not like Dalvin Cook is some, like, kind of slouch, right? I mean, no. he's he's a really good running back. Um, in fact, I think I remember when he was drafted, I was secretly hoping that the Eagles were going to pick him up. But, um, you know, he didn't make it that far. Uh, according, for what it's worth, according to uh, Lindy Sports, America's leading football authority on pro football 2022 review, um, they gave their running backs, the Vikings running backs, a rating of eight out of ten, and the receivers eight and a half out of ten. So, which basically tells you the Eagles, you know, weren't playing, you know, you know, St. Ruth's little school of the poor, right? I mean, they were playing, you know, what most people thought was a legitimately, you know, top-notch offense. So, right, right, right. All right. Anything else we want to kind of uh, finish off with, uh, you know, talking about uh, this you know, past game? Is any other points you want to hit? Uh, no. You know, the announcement once again, as we've talked about before, another Cowboys uh, ex Cowboys player doing play by play. Yeah. Um, no, Philadelphia Eagles uh, doing any play by play whatsoever. And this past weekend, also, you know, I watched a game that Tony Romo did play by play. Daryl Johnson did play by play in another game. And Troy Aikman, it's like enough with the Cowboys already. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, why yeah? Why isn't uh, you know? There's a there's a certain cowboy who's who's not playing right now. Just stick him in the booth too. <laughs> why not? He's got a Dak's got a voice. Stick him in there. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with uh, you. On that. Yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, NFC East and other teams, I can't think of a better transition. We got the uh, the Eagles got the Washington Commandos coming up this week. I can't think of any players on that team of significance. Rick, can you? <laughs> no, I cannot. No, I cannot. Um, um, yeah, no, obviously the yeah the dinosaur in the room or is uh, Carson Wentz yep. coming back. Now, if you remember last time you and I went to an Eagles Redskins or Eagles Washington football team, um, Carson Wentz was for us. And yeah, rest was in for peace, Washington, and he has now passed away. Which yeah, is crazy. That's weird uh, yeah. to think of. So you know, if you remember in that game, was Carson Wentz had an awesome throw to the back of the end zone, Sanders. Um, let's just hope that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he pulls something out of his, you know, where, um, I I hope an awesome throw to the back of the end zone to Darius Slay. That's what I'm (laughs) hoping for. I hope he has like in the middle of the game, like flashbacks to when he's an Eagle. And so he throws the ball. Yeah. Throws it to the, that's something he totally would. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, Devontae's wide open. (laughs) 
<laughs> or oh no, that's not Devante. Oh no! Oh, look, oh, the, there's a flash of green. That's my guy. That's my guy. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah, and hopefully, you know, also he does one of his, um, I did see, you know, last week he scored two points for the other team. Yeah. Um, that was a strip, uh, someone, you know, he's stripped, was, yeah. uh, threw the ball and he got stripped and, uh, went out of the back of the end zone. I think yeah. That was. yeah. Um, so hopefully he'll score some points for us this week. Uh, yeah. Ba- yeah. Ball security. It was, is definitely not Carson's, uh, you know, strong suit. I'm I'm just hoping for at the end of the game, you know, when he does his press conference, he's going to stand up there and say, you know, there's just a lot of things I, I got to get better at. Yeah. But yeah. I, I got a lot to clean up this week. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I mean, the, the commie, the commanders are kind of in a, world of hurt right yeah uh, yeah they're uh they're without uh probably arguably the best player on their team uh chase young he's currently still on injured reserve right so um they are a one-on-one yes uh, who did they who did they uh who did they beat it was week one wasn't it i forget yeah yeah because they lost the uh they beat the jaguars that's Jag- right oh. Oh, yeah. The Dougie P. Carson Wentz reunion. Game. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they beat probably one of the worst teams um, in the NFL, and they lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I don't know how much that really tells us. But, um, yeah, they've uh, they scored 55 points and allowed 58 points. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, the, on paper it looks like a pretty lopsided, uh, lopsided affair. So, right, um, right. But you know, Rick, as they say, that's why they play the games. Right. You know, once again, it's a typical Carson Wentz, right? I mean, he his numbers. If you just look at the numbers, uh, him versus Jared Goff, he was thirty for forty six, three hundred thirty seven yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. It's like, hey, those are great numbers, right? Yep. Um, but then you peel back the onion and, you know, they were down 22, nothing at half points in the second half. So, you know, Carson Wentz is probably going to get his numbers. Yeah. Uh, but the game would be, you know, way over. Uh, yeah. He'll, yeah. He's definitely like a, a good garbage time quarterback for sure. There's plenty of games years past where the score looked, you know, the score was misleading as far as like, you know, how close was it right. to the game? Right. Right. Yeah. They, uh, they ended up losing 36-27, but after halftime, it was they were up, they were down 22 points. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of going through their roster, they don't, uh, you know, they got Antonio Gibson running the ball 28 yards last week, yep. and Curtis Samuel uh, seven receptions 78 yards. So, um, you know, not not anything that I'm really wowed about so the, the 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 notion of a trap game immediately popped into my head but i think this is where actually carson being on that team prevents this game from being a trap game right i think right. It, i think with carson being on that team kind of creates like kind of puts this game on the calendar so to speak for some folks um, yeah definitely I, I you know i think there's still a lot of guys on the team that were here when uh, Carson Wentz was here, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, guys on the defensive line want to try and sack him, right? They don't yep. want him standing back there throwing touchdown passes. Um, so, you know, I think innovation that's kind of a, um, yeah. you, uh, you know, the guys in the secondary that were here when Carson was here, you know, they don't want him throwing uh, touchdown passes. You know, they don't want, uh, Carson to be successful as much as they might like the guy or, you know, possibly dislike the guy. Um, they want to win that, that battle. Yeah. Right? Yep. They want to be able to trash talk in the off season. Yeah. If they even do talk to him. Uh, you know, do you know who the tight ends coach is for the Washington commandos? I do not. One Juan Castillo. <laughs> For all you diehard Eagles fans, that was the much maligned defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, back about 
10 years ago, 11 years ago, for, for whatever reason, he was a defensive coordinator when the job he, he had in the previous season for about 10 years was offensive line coach. <laughs> right. I think that's I think that's the one move that Andy B did that like uh, Jeff Lurie is like maybe we need to get rid of Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> like, it's time for a fresh start for this guy. Okay. Right. Maybe his you know the number of concussions he got as a player back in the day or yeah. the same game um, that is one of, was one of the truly uh, bizarre clean uh, yeah. things that have uh, ever happened. So. so the positions he held after he was the uh, for one year a defensive coordinator. In fact, I wonder, I forget if he was relieved of his duties midseason, but I forget. So he went on to be the run game coordinator for the Ravens, offensive line coach for the Ravens, and then offensive line coach for the Bills, offensive analyst for University of Michigan. Interesting. Then offensive line coach for the Bears, and now the tight ends coach for uh, the Commandos. Now, if our good buddy Evan the Giants fan was here, he'd be calling this what? <laughs> the washing machine of NFL coaches. It's just the same guys just rotating out of these assistant positions for all the teams. and The, the NFL retreads. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Eagles and the uh, Commanders, as they call them, have played each other 174 times. And the Eagles have won 80, 81 times. So, um, and going back in history, uh, we've won, what, three out of the last five games. Yeah. Because so. they won the uh, NFC East, what, back in 2020 when just there was no good teams. Right. I think they were probably, you know, the record was probably 500 or something like something just awful like that. Right. Since 2017, though, we are 8 and 2 against them. Oh, oh wow. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be much of a challenge, but it's also, it's one of those things we, we got to show up for. Um, so, according to Lindy Sports, America's leading football authority on Pro Football 2022 Review, in the category of intangibles, uh, they gave the Washington Commandos a rating of minus one. <laughs> so, I don't know if uh, the folks over at Lindy Sports were big fans of uh, just kind of the culture or intangibles or, you know, or morale or you know home field advantage that is not a uh not that it's it's not at uh uh it's not at washington or no is it is it, at washington? it is oh it, it is, is at washington at, okay yeah it is <clears throat> at the worst as what a lot of people call the worst stadium in the nfl yeah this is uh one of the few times that uh you me and mike florio will all agree uh yeah fedex field is arguably the worst field in uh the entire nfl yeah um and I would not be surprised if, talking about home field advantage, um, I would not be surprised if um, there are more Eagles fans than Reds, than Commanders fans this weekend yeah. at the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Poor George Preston Marshall rolling over in his uh, grave right now at the state of the uh, Washington Commandos. So. And Jack Kent Cook. Yes, and yes, yeah, and oh wait, uh, what's the uh, Mark Rippon's not dead, so never mind. No, no. But yeah, I mean, I, it's you know, I uh, cautiously again cautiously optimistic for uh, success this weekend. Um, you know, um, yeah, I don't, there's no reason why the, the Eagles should be losing this game or for the next, for that matter, for the next four or five games. Right. So. Right. I, I think, yeah, I think when we were talking about the schedule before the season, you know, the Vikings game out of these first six was the one that we were most nervous about. So not that, you know, I hope we show up for each one, but, um, you know, that was the one that I think we all agreed was most challenging. Yep. So. 
Um, as far as broadcast goes, it looks like uh, it's a Fox early game, which uh, means 10 a.m. Uh, our time, 1 o'clock years, Rick, with um, uh, Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth, who were both uh, with, um, who did the broadcast, you know, week one. So, uh, Schlereth, I think, if I'm not mistaken, a former Redskins lineman, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I think he played for Denver also, but Did I, um, no, maybe, or maybe I'm getting, yeah, maybe I'm getting mixed up with someone else, but I know he definitely wasn't an Eagles lineman. I can tell you that no, much. No, um, he was a Redskin and a Bronco. No, yeah, there you go. Okay. So we were both right. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's all right. Um, but um, your uh, nephew and I may be going to the game. That's nice. What talking about it, so excellent. Kind of halfway between us. Yeah. So. Well, it's uh, it looks like it's not getting a lot of broadcast coverage. That's for sure. Oddly enough, uh, it is getting broadcasted in uh, the Dallas area, which is strange. So right. Well, yeah, NFC East uh, yeah. competitors, right? So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dallas, what, yeah, Dallas is playing Monday night, so. Monday night, or Dallas, whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden, Cooper Rush is the greatest quarterback ever now, or they think they can go undefeated, whatever. Yes, yes, I was watching that game, and I mean, the grandiosity, uh, that Mr. Nance and Romo were, uh, you know. Oh, you know, the offensive coordinators put together a perfect game plan. Yeah. Oh, you know, they really knew what they were talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because no, yeah, Cooper Rush has barely played. No one has a book on him. They don't know what he does. Right. Right. He's played one other game yeah. against Minnesota. Yeah. So. Uh, another around the NFL. Should we dip into around the NFL? Around the NFL, John. Around the NFL. So Mike Evans, his appeal got denied, so he will be suspended a game. Which, Rick, do you think uh, should, you know, what's your hot take on uh, what uh, Mr. Evans did this past weekend in defense of his quarterback, uh, one Tom Brady, who people also called the GOAT? Yeah, I it is, uh, I think what they should have done, I mean, I saw the highlights from it, it and I think this is something that's been brewing between these two guys. Um, they should have suspended them for one game and then suspended them for the next, because they're in the same division, right? So they're going to play again yep. um, later in the season. I think you're just asking for trouble um, if you're going to let those two play again later in the season. Yep. So I think they should have suspended them for this week. And for uh, that next game, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be some more fines coming out from um, good old Mister Runyon. Yeah, who uh, people have highlighted on numerous occasions that his son is on the Green Bay Packers, who the Buccaneers play this weekend. Right. right. Exactly. But it's important to know, uh, just for all those who uh, you know, make sure the NFL is has some amount of integrity. The uh, the appeals board uh, does not consist of uh, Runyon's son. It is a separate entity, So, uh, and they upheld um, Runyon's um, uh, fine of, of, or not fine, a suspension of one game. So Yeah, yeah, which is totally appropriate. <laughs> yeah, you can't, uh, you know, I know I'm sure all the guys in the locker room probably loved him for doing that, but you can't, uh, you know. You can't be doing that. Yeah, full sprint at a player. Uh, like that, it's just that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I also watched the end of the uh, Cardinals Raiders game. Oh, and and uh, so the Cardinals had the ball on the Raiders like two or three yard line, first down. Uh, no, it was fourth down, and they needed to score um, a touchdown and two point in order to go to uh, overtime. Mm-hmm. Fourth down, you know, uh, Murray gets chased around and um, throws an incomplete pass. But there's a flag. Um, there was holding against the uh, defense. So they got a new set of downs. First, uh, first down, they threw it, and uh, Murray threw it to a guy, A.J. Green, 
who couldn't handle it. He dropped it. Second down, he threw it to our good old friend, Zach Ertz. Uh, Zach couldn't ha- uh, hang on to it. Uh, third down, he threw again to Ertz. Ertz wasn't even looking. It bounced off his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then fourth down, uh, Kyler Murray just ran it in. So um, I thought it was uh, interesting. It did not look like Mr. Ertz has made a very good transition to the uh, Cardinals. Well, it sounds like uh, Kyler Murray, too, is um, a little all over the place, shall we say? Uh- Yes, he was. He was on those, those plays that I was watching, definitely running all over the place, figuratively and literally. I I think uh, a certain player got his hands on an early beta release of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare and hasn't been looking at his playbook. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then the the Cardinals ended up winning in overtime uh, on a fumble recovery that was returned for a touchdown. Mm. <laughs> so. Uh, in other uh, around the NFL headlines, the, the Cowboys, that team from Dallas, worked out three quarterbacks. A couple of these quarterbacks, Rick, may sound familiar to you. Yeah. Uh, the first one, Case Cookus. Do you know who he most recently played for? I do not. Your Philadelphia Stars <laughs> of the United States Football League. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a semi-related news, the second one, Reed Sinet. Oh, a more recent uh, Philadelphia. Player. Yeah, so I think uh, I think a certain someone in Dallas is going to the Philadelphia quarterback factory. Although I think he got confused and thought the Stars were a part of the Eagles quarterback factory. But that's that's okay. That's in line with uh, De- details. Details. Yeah, yeah sure. Philadelphia quarterback for you. Oh, Cookus? Yeah, sure. You put VR. Okay. Right, right. Right. Uh, and the third one is uh, Jamar Smith, who I know nothing about. So. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder who is behind Cooper Rush. Uh, you know, I don't know, actually. Brian Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> that's my. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he backs up everybody. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look here real quick. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, they always seem to be working somebody out down there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. At this point, uh, Dak is is you know the the availability you know notion is is coming into question now. I mean, he's he's now kind of getting you know, sustaining injuries on a regular basis. Right, right. Um, um, they don't have on their roster right now, they have Dax and Cooper Rush. That's it for quarterbacks. I can't believe they, they had oh. to have another quarterback. Oh, that's right, because they didn't put Dak on a IR because they think he's going to come right. back in like two days. Right, it right. Is. Yeah, so they must have, whoever was there, they must have cut him or something. Will, uh, Will Greer... Is mm. on the practice squad. Was he a West Virginia? Was he West Virginia? He was a West Virginia guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one thing we, uh, you know, our father uh, reminded us we forgot to address last week. I think he scolded us over text about taunting him with about some some uh, Cleveland Browns news that we never kind of circled back on, uh, which was the appearance of. Their new logo mascot at the 50-yard line last week. Yeah, in talking with him about it, um, he said, yeah, that was the mascot when he went to go see games. What was it? it was like Twinkie the Clown or something like that? What was it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, but when you when you're... Uh, team name is the Cleveland Browns. Your options as far as mascots are somewhat, somewhat limited. Yeah. The the only thing I could figure at this point, it's a total ploy to sell more merch because they got to pay for frickin' Deshaun Watson's contract. Well, I not only, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because uh, they know nobody's going to buy Nobody's going to buy any any uh, jerseys, right? No. 
Yeah, no, who's going who's gonna to run around sporting a, a Deshaun Watson jersey at this point? It's, Nobody. It's, yeah. it's called Brownie the Elf. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. That, that was better than their other mascots, Chomps the Dog. Dude, take Chomps the Dog. Take, <laughs> yeah, please. That is so much. Brownie, I mean, Brownie the Elf, come on. Are you kidding me? The character made its debut in the team's first season in the old American Football Conference in 1946. Someone in marketing and the VP of whatever is just trying way too hard. The name Brownie comes from Scottish folklore. Yeah, okay. God. So there you go, Dad. That That's for you. We talked about Brownie the Elf because we... Uh, didn't live up to our, our tease in the episode earlier uh, last week. So what? Well, yes, and I asked him. I said, "What? What? What is that?" <laughs> I, I think that's the appropriate question. What and, is that? And he shot back at me. Well, what is the Philly fanatic? And I was like, "I, I do not know." That that's uh, yeah, I'm fair old, enough. Animal descendant he is from. So yeah. Yeah, then the, also, too, I mean, for that matter, the San Diego Padres uh, mascot, that famous one. What's The San Diego chicken? Yeah, the chicken. Why is it a chicken? Why is San Diego Padres a chicken? I, I do not know. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one either. Well, I don't know. Do you want a, San Di- do you want a Padre walking around? I don't know. You you give out blessings to everyone in the in the audience. You know, those, those Padres, some, some of them are good at making beer. You know, you go to Belgium, the Padres are making beer. I don't know. Beats beats Elfie the the clown or whatever that thing was from Cleveland. Sorry, Dad. Uh, In other news, uh, uh, the New York Giants have uh, some, you know, one of their star, well, stars, I'll use the stars in quote, they're one of their wide receivers. Kenny Galladay is a little upset. He didn't get much playing time this past week. Uh, just two snaps. Yeah, I heard something that did he quit the team, or I saw they cleaned out his locker or something. Like oh, that. did they? Well, no, he at the after the game he cleaned out his locker. Like I don't know what happened. I just saw oh. him, uh cleaned out his locker. No, oh. well, he uh, he was not happy this past week. He let the uh, uh, the world know that he feels underutilized. So, um, yeah. Some uh, some drama for Dable to uh, to uh, clean up down there. Well, we do have to hand it to Evan the Giants fan, but the uh, Giants are two and zero, yep. and um, they are tied with the Eagles for first place. That they are. And uh, as I said, uh, I sent you a text earlier this week. The sentence: the Dallas Cowboys won this past week, but they are still in last place. That is probably the best sentence. Um, the only sentence that we that, could agree on, right? That we could agree on, yeah. and that's a pretty good sentence, right? Yep, yep. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have scored a total of 23 points. Uh, I believe that is the lowest total in the NFL so yep. far. Yep, So. Yeah, Galladay's, a, you know, he's he's produced over the years. He's had 2,000-yard seasons. Um had a whole bunch of catches last. What he played, uh, what forty some catches last year. I mean, so yeah, two after two games at that pace, he's gonna what have seventeen catches this year. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Um, yeah, I mean the Giants are winning. I mean it's kind of winning ugly. Yep. So I don't think he's missing much, but um, you know, yep. I guess he's none too happy. Nope. That's all right, Kenny. You you stir it up up there. You kind of create some uh, chaos and, you know, uh, do what you got to do to kind of upset that apple cart up there in, in Giants land. We don't mind. <clears throat> yes, he was quoted as saying, I can't play. <laughs> oh, Kenny. All right, anything else in uh, around the NFL? Uh, no, I think we covered, you know, everything in the division and, um, you know, all the other stuff that, that that we witnessed in the NFL this past. Yep. Yep. 
We got the uh, tomorrow night. We have the, what is it? Cleveland Browns, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. You watching that, John? Yeah, I'll watch that. I'm, I'm always down for a Steelers game. I love me some Mike Tomlin. You like, you like Mike Tomlin? Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of him. I, I don't mind him. I like him. Well, maybe I'll watch. I mean, he's playing quarterback for them. That's always entertaining. That's actually kind of one of the main reasons I want. I just want to see this guy play on another team and just see if he's really that different. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, uh, another week. Uh, we will be back on uh, next week, same time, five thirty, eight thirty Eastern Wednesdays. Join us uh, if you can't. You know where to find us because you are listening to Colin right now, and that's the only place we're located. So we are the 19096 show. Rick, fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's fly to another victory. Yes. Good evening. Good night. Go, birds. Go, birds. <laughs>